The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take three and drink a blue Kool-Aid starting in three, two, one. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers! We are back, baby. We are back. It is the end of February. We had our little break, but now we're getting ready for the offseason. A life-changing offseason for Detroit Lions fans, sort of Detroit Lions, everybody involved with Detroit Lions, and the NFL, really. Lions are going to be changed this offseason with every move that the Lions make. That's right. And we're going to be drinking the Kool-Aid all the way through it, all the way to the 2023-2024 Super Bowl. Anyways. Before we get into all that, let's introduce the Blue Kool-Aid crew that's here, and that's everybody. Big Z, and then I'm Big Z, sorry. Then we got UJ. Hello, Kool-Aid drinkers. Then we got Red Dog. Yo. Bob. And Connor. How goes it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Beautiful, everybody. Great greetings. New, new intros there, but, <laughs> but we'll now we're up. The off season. Oh, yeah. So the off season. Let's just catch up on recent Lion news uh, since we last uh, podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, Connor's boy Aaron Glenn staying. Uh, you know he didn't get the head coaching right. job anywhere. He was a finalist at a couple places, the Cardinals, maybe the Colts, but nonetheless, he's here. He gets an, he's getting an extension too. Uh, Connor, I want to get your quick uh, reaction to this. I think it's I think it's good. You know, I I've dogged him a lot. I, I still think the Too early season hard. problems yeah. if they had been addressed sooner, we might have would have made the playoffs. But that defense was trending up, and they clearly believe in him. So I'm happy he got extended. You know, if that changes, obviously that changes. But I endorse it. I'm glad he's back. Yeah, everybody, everybody, thumbs up on this move for the Lions. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Connor, I like it. Clown fan. No, I'm just kidding. No, I love. I like it. I like AG. I do have a clown of this week that will come later in the show. Mm. All right. All right. I like it. Yeah. Off-season clowns. Those are those are the true clowns right there. There's a, there's a great <laughs> off-season clown for this week, and I think you'll all agree with me. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, a small move, but nonetheless a move. Um, the Lions sign a cornerback in a guy named Mac McLean. Uh, not to be... Or Mac McCain. Sorry, I thought it was McLean the first time I read the news, but I did it again. Too much diehard in your life. <laughs> yes. Um, a former undrafted free agent uh, spent most of the last few years with the Eagles. Uh, he played two games with the team. You know, I, I think it's just a guy that maybe they had their eye on, uh, a camp body. Uh, I, I don't know if this guy will make a roster even, but it's another guy to throw in the fire uh, with the Lions cornerback. Uh, Problems. Do you guys have any comments on Mac McCain or do you just like the name? 
great name guy. You always need a good name guy in the organization. I like that you Absolutely. just confuse me with John McClain. That's my favorite. <laughs> I hope it keeps happening too. Like throughout the season, you keep confusing him. So here's another uh, off-season news. Uh, I think can give us a little more conversation here. Uh, and that is the Jalen Ramsey rumor. So first of all, Micah Parsons. He's a or Amon, there's a report that said Amon Rossi Brown is trying to recruit Jalen Ramsey to come to the Lions. And then you have Micah Parsons responding to a tweet about that news saying, uh, what were the exact words? I, 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 uh, by the, I, I will read you the exact words. He said, I'm sorry, no one going from L.A. to Detroit. Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. Huh. Uh, he was going to be my clown of the week. So, so thank oh. you for lobbing it off like that. <laughs> so Micah Parsons, your clown of the week. Yeah, that's a ridiculous comment. Detroit? Detroit it's, is a... It's ex- disrespectful. Yeah, expand, Connor. Come on. Granted, we, we should have drafted them probably back in the day, but now that we didn't, I'm so glad we didn't because that is just <laughs> so disrespectful. And that's just not like you, that's like an unnecessary comment that that goes beyond like just indicting the team. Like right. I think that's that's shooting at the city, which I think is so unnecessary and yeah, not very professional. I mean, I mean where does that hate come from? You know, I mean, he's he's, he's a young guy. I mean, where is it? Have built up hate for Detroit somewhere? I don't um, get it. I think Penne is still and will continue to be uh, the right choice. No, I'm not. No, I agree. But there are people out there that are like on the mic train. I'm glad we have Penny, though. I'm not. That wasn't what I was trying to say. Well, good news because the Lions travel to Dallas again this year. Yeah. So Love I'm it. excited for that at least. That'll be a good revenge game then, Connor. And you can be a clown yes. again that week. I agree. <laughs> and uh, Jerry Jacobs was also pulling out the stops on Twitter trying to get Jalen Ramsey. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> the, the rumor is that Jalen Ramsey most likely will be either released or traded uh, because the Rams cap space is just not going to allow it. So basically if you trade for Jalen Ramsey, not only are you giving away draft capital, you got to pay him uh, to extend him. So having said all that, I wanted to get your guys opinions. I'll start with uh, Bob here. First of all, would you trade for Jalen Ramsey and at what price? Uh, no, I'm not really too keen on that trade. Just, mm. just cause giving up uh, assets for a, an older guy, but I mean, he is still a good player. If they get him at a cheap price, you know, I would be all for it, but I don't want to give up first rounder, which some people are saying on the internet, you know, nothing like that. Definitely not. Hmm. Connor. So you don't, you don't, you don't know, no first rounder either. Or what, what, what would you give up them? I'd consider like something in the second round for sure, but a first round pick, I don't know. I'm. It does. This doesn't seem like a Brad Holmes trade, but with the Rams, like they were often signing cornerbacks, they weren't like as heavy into drafting them. So this might be a case where they make an exception. But he is twenty nine, right? Yeah, twenty nine. Yeah, believe so. It, yeah, that's that makes it like. I don't know. That makes it tougher for me to give up a first round pick. That's like I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, 28. Yep, 28. Oh, he's 28? Okay, I guess. Yeah. And, I I mean, Rudd Dog, what do you think? Uh, it's it's an interesting one. I got to say, I've seen some interest. My first instinct was kind of like with Connor. Like, and, like, I wouldn't pay. I don't want to break the bank, per se, and, like, cripple our future. But I've seen some intriguing, uh, like, theories and possibilities out there. 
Um, I don't think we do first round pick. I'm kind of on board with that. But like I saw one, I, I know it doesn't really matter. It means nothing really, but like people have done like scenarios on PFFs, like, uh, like trade, uh, simulators. And like, mm-hmm. I've seen ones where like we trade a second round pick and like a later round pick and get something else and him or something like, I don't know. All I'm saying is he's still young enough where if we acquire him in a way where like, you're not going to, here's the thing. You're not going to get a better player than him right away in this draft period so i mean and he's gonna instantly make your secondary like so much better and he's still got tread on the tires if you get him from like a two three year contract and you pay him like reasonable amount of money like he could be our one superstar contract on defense because we're in a really nice spot where most of our best talent on our defense is not in line for big contracts anytime soon so i don't know it's very intriguing He's an excellent player. If we got him, it would instantly make our defense so much better. Uh, it, things have to work out right, but I would love it if they did. It, it's just one of those things. Things have to work out right. I know that sounds like a cop-out, but that's just what it is. You did. I'd be able to pay a pretty good amount. Yeah, well, I, I kind of agree with you guys. Um, he, he's a great player, and I would love to have him on the team. But uh, I just don't see Holmes breaking the bank to get him. So if we can get him on a good kind of deal, I, I'm okay with it. But uh, – yeah, I like that. I kind of like the way they've been going the last couple of years, going through the draft mostly. And and I do think we, we may need a, a big free agent signing on one of the sides of the ball somewhere on our team just to boost us a little bit. But I don't think we're ready to quite take that leap yet. I think we've got one more year of development here to really put us in the upper echelon. And I think we do that more, more through the draft. So I don't want to see them giving up too much draft capital to make this play. But that being said the right kind of deal man i'd love to see him on the team and he's still a stud guy's a great player so so peter king uh he's a he used for used to write for sports illustrated for a long time his monday morning quarterback.com he has a lot of inside uh he he projects that the rams could get something between these are his words uh between a low first round pick this year um and a package of picks perhaps a low two this year and a fourth rounder this year or next i would do that if that I would I, do. If I was the Lions, it, I gave up the 18th. We have two second-round picks as well. I'd add a fourth next year. I think Jalen Ramsey uh, fills a giant need for this team, and I, I would do that. I think he's that important. You don't find a talent like that. It's hard to find. It's hard to find. You're saying 18th and sec- a second-round pick and a fourth? And, and, yes. Three picks? Yeah, I don't do. I don't, a first, second, like and that. a fourth-rounder? That's... That that being said, there there's some really second. good corners in this draft, guys. I mean, I don't want to look past it. There's a couple that are just absolute studs, and I, you know, it's a lot cheaper to draft one than it is to. They might you know, draft one and sign one. I mean, this. Yeah. I I'm of the belief that they need multiple cornerbacks on this team. Well, they need one to start. Definitely <laughs> need one. Well, I know. It's easier to find one than two. This is all a pretend scenario. They could still draft one and sign Jalen Ramsey. Is what I'm saying. Like that's what so it Z, doesn't. Z's all on board though. Is what I'm gathering. Basically, yeah. I mean, have you seen the impact Jalen Ramsey has on the defense? It's massive. It's massive, and the lines are missing it desperately. But Z, would... you got to consider, you know, what talent we're going to develop, start developing this year. I mean, I right. I kind of get that, but like, you're talking about sending a boatload of picks for one player. These guys could be guys that become core players, you know, in our future that 
keep us contenders for a long time. I just feel like what you're projecting is breaking the bank, and I don't want to break the bank. I'm willing to spend a lot in the, out of the bank, but I'm not willing to break the bank. Yeah. I don't see. Yeah. I, I could see I a splash I, I, going for somebody, but I don't know if that's the position. You want a cornerback if you're going to put all your money into one cornerback slot. Right. If that's going to. But I, I like our safeties. Up. I'm really liking our D line. Maybe one more edge piece or something like that. Uh, D tackle, yep. Uh, and then linebacker, I, we probably need one other guy. So, I mean, there's a lot of pieces, but cornerback is, I think, clearly the weakest part of the roster right now. And Absolutely. If you get Jalen Ramsey, that that changes everything. You got one yeah. lockdown guy. You can you can have Jalen Ramsey. He takes care of one side of the field or the, the like an AJ Brown or something like that, like the best receiver on another team. Then you can focus the safety in the second corner back. Maybe double up on that guy or topper. There's a lot more things you can do with a guy like Jalen Ramsey on your team. I think that's worth the three picks because you don't know what you never know at the draft what you're going to get with Jalen Ramsey. You know what you're going to get, and it's well, all pro so. level quarterback play. You know what you do get Z though. You know, you get out of the draft, you get youth, and you get upside. Like, here's the thing: you're you're turning three potential, like, future players right now into one. And I'm not totally against that, but I just don't think the, I, three. Like, if it was like our second, fourth, and like a third or something, maybe two, a first round, a second, and a third or fourth. That's just so much. That's so much. Two fifths. I agree. Something Especially like the that. way the Lions are developing talent. We've seen how they develop these guys. And then I don't want to get too far ahead with the draft and all that, but there's this kid named Witherspoon from Illinois that's just fucking I'm jonesing on. This kid is so good. <laughs> He's awesome. But Another U of I defensive back. Let's get him all in I here, huh? I know, and we wouldn't <laughs> have to give up. A, just We just pick him. And there yeah, he is. He's, he's being mocked a lot to the Lions uh, in that uh, eighth spot. Yeah. So, or the six, or sorry, six, uh, yeah, six, yeah, six, six. Uh, but that's really high to take a cornerback again. <laughs> it is, it is. I don't know if I don't want Witherspoon at six personally. I, right. I like him as a player a lot, but like it's this on film, I he's a dynamo, but like it, to me, it's the size that concerns. He's 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 not yeah. the height, but like that 183, like. I don't know. Like he better really blow out that speed in the combine if we're comparing him at six, because that's just such a high spot for another cornerback. And he, you know, like we could add trenches like galore right there. There's I don't be think. At least... Yeah, Brad Holmes has never drafted a cornerback that high. Like I'm counting his time at the Rams, where he wasn't actually drafting them, but mm-hmm. the Rams never took a cornerback high at all when Brad Holmes was there. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I don't have the numbers in front of me, so. This isn't very scientific. Yeah. Like, you know what they did do, though, Connor? They traded two first rounders and another uh, for Jalen Ray. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with you in this sense. I mean, I'm not saying they should give away the capital, but I don't think Brad Holmes is going to draft a cornerback at sixth. I think that would go against like his history to do something like that, unless he's a true stud and there's questions about this guy. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, run up. Do, do you think you don't think? Do you think those three picks that you're giving up, or those boatload of picks you're giving up for Ramsey, they don't hinder our future development at all? You think we're ready to start going for home run kind of acquire acquisitions? I do. I mean, th- this acquisition isn't like a rental. You you would sign Jalen Ramsey for probably four years. Yeah. You're you're and you're getting him at 28, so you're at least getting, you know, the the. the two years on the, on the side of 30 and be, uh, 
but I, I really like, I, I think his skill set will hold up. Uh, I don't at least yeah. three years at a contract. What Rudd Dogs talk about is what you're giving up. You're not, he's, you're, he's asking about that. All you're giving up for that. Like those players. There's two sides to that. Cause like Brad Holmes finds guys like Rodrigo in the sixth round. And that's like, that'll make up for it. But on the other end, think about those three studs he could draft. Like with those yeah. three picks you're giving up. So it's like, it both hurts and helps your argument. I think it's, it's a very interesting conversation. If we get him, I'll be super psyched. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> oh, I will. I think we all will be. I might get his jersey yeah. if we get him, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. You know, I, I let me go off the offseason schedule really quick. Just like some important dates uh, for our listeners to know. Uh, so as we record this, uh, tomorrow, actually, the 28th, this might be released on the 29th. So it might, this might be a day later. But anyways, the NFL Combine starts. It goes through March 6th. Um, I think the players will show up tomorrow. This weekend is more when the testing and such happens. So we'll be racking all that. Um, but the NFL Combine, it, it's it's kind of a random or like a lot of the top picks like Jalen Carter. I don't know if they're working out. They'll, they save it for their pro day usually. Um, but this is where we find like that third and fourth round type guy that maybe leaps up to the second round or something like that. I mean – this isn't new. I mean, a lot of top picks lately have been skipping the combine, except for like the interview portion and the medicals, and then uh, wait till the pro day. That that that's more of a recent trend because they don't want to hurt themselves or something like that. They want to do it in their own field under their own conditions. Uh, that's why I always hear the all the the pro day times are always better than the combine ones. <laughs> to stop, the stopwatches are just a little faster at the, on their home uh, practice <laughs> turf. It seems. Um, but anyways, that is this weekend. Um, it's in Indianapolis again, and then the next big date really is the 13th through the 15th of March, and that is when uh, the negotiating period opens in the NFL uh, for free agency, and then after that. Uh, it's really the draft is the next thing to look for, uh, late April, April 27th through 29th this year. It's in Kansas city. Um, there's other little deadlines here, but those are the big ones you need to know. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, you know, I had it and then I forgot, but, oh, I'm sorry. I've been in news. Michael Brockers got cut, which yeah, kind of goes in. What? (laughs) Yes. The Lions saved 10 million. So. They can also save ten million by cutting Big V, and then the other move. What do you guys do? You guys think Big V is going to be around for next season? No, I, I don't no, think so. I don't think yeah. so. No, I don't think so. They got off the ground a little. Yeah, bit, he was showing, he was showing good signs until he got hurt. I don't. I think he played more than three games. What was it back last year? Sometime I don't. That was a failed project completely. I don't agree with that. Are there any other cuts they could make? that make any sense from a cap perspective? So the other interesting one would be Aquara. Um, I believe the Lions save uh, $8 million if they cut Aquara, so that will be interesting. Oh, Aquara uh, is interesting. Romeo Aquara, of course, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. right. That's an and interesting one. And then the other interesting one is Charles Harris. Uh, the Lions would save right. $7.5 million by cutting him. Right. Uh, injury riddled last year. I actually got the big contract before. Oh, I don't want to cut him. He could yeah, be a good like, fourth health, right? rotational guy. Uh, so uh, that that's a tough one, but that's where the Lions can really save big and maybe not lose as much per se. I 
I'm kind of hoping they manage. They do like a restructuring with Acquire or something. Maybe his injury will has like weakened his negotiating position. He needs to like, you know, I don't know. He's not good. I feel like he wouldn't do big and if we cut him, he wouldn't like rake it in in free agency. But like, right. I feel like maybe we could get him on like a little bit of a prove it now that he's coming off this Achilles and stuff. I, I don't know. I'm hoping we manage to retain him because I still like where what his potential is. But he's got to prove it still. Well, if you had to keep one or the other, which would you keep, Harris or Aquara? Romeo would be my choice, but yeah. So I think, I think me too. Let me correct. Actually, uh, Romeo Aquara would save eleven million against the cap. Ooh, Big V wow. would save nine and a half by being cut, and then Charles Harris would be six million. That's so, a lot of money. I like. And the Lions are already under the cap right now at 22 million. So that would really open the doors for some flexibility and free agency. Huh. Uh, I don't so know. I, I, I like Romeo so much, but I don't know. It's been so weird with the Aquaras. We need the Aquara brothers, Connor, on the field at the same time for one, at least once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree right. with you. It's just interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Would you yeah, all cut a Kelsey brothers? I think I, I would. You would, Big Z, or you would? I think I would. Oh, you would. Okay. I just don't think he's worth eleven million. Yeah, I didn't know he was making that much. Or well, he signed the three years, uh, thirty million, right? And, and then it, it must have rolled over a little bit with the numbers. He got this his year. big contract and then got yeah. hurt. It sucks. I'd like yeah. to see him stay. You know, if they can afford him, obviously. But we'll see what happens. Oh, I, th- I think we're all in agreement that we want to see him stay. Uh, if the Lions can make the, you know, make it more team friendly contract, then we'll. Eleven million because Z's giving away all our draft picks for one guy. So we need <laughs> players, yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know, I, I, that's fine. If we get Jalen Ramsey, that's fine by me. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, I did play 15 games last year. I I totally forgot ever seeing him on the field. It's been so long, it feels like. Yeah, so let me let me just go over some guys that maybe uh, to look for at the Combine this weekend uh, that have uh, been mocked to the Lions in various media outlets. Um, Daniel Jeremiah, actually one of my favorite files, but I don't agree with this one, uh, had the Lions picking Anthony Richardson in the first round at pick 18. Do we like that or not? No. <laughs> Because I've seen this one argued on the Twitter and such. So I have mixed thing, at eighteen, at eighteen, I can swallow it because you know what? That's like the classic, you know, Aaron Rodgers pick right there. The, the Pat Mahomes pick. The guy with super crazy upside that people are just too unsure about that falls. Like eighteen, I don't feel like sends a message to Goff either that like we're replacing you. It sends like we just need a really good backup, and this guy could you know eventually be something but like i like it because he's got such immense potential like if you watch his film just rocket arm and he's got all the speed wait pat mahomes was a better college quarterback he didn't fall to 18 did he thought he was like 11 or something 12 further than like a lot of like top quarterbacks usually do um i don't remember exactly what pick but my point is he's got all the upside and he's already done pro style concepts in college which like just put some lights years ahead of all the guys that came out last year, like that Malik Willis and stuff who did all those RPO, you know, offenses. I like the prospect, not, I don't know. I don't want him at 18. I, if he fell to the second round somehow, but 18, I mean, 
we finally have our guy maybe for the future and he could sit for two years at least behind golf and you know really learn and grow and who knows he's the kind of guy who you who, who golf goes down you win games still potentially potentially i don't know he has all yeah. the upside though he's his there's his completion percentage was terrible. i don't know yeah he's got oh, huge yeah. upside highlights though it's it's rare arm talent there's something yeah oh i'm trying to find a stat but there's a yeah. stat throwing wise he ranks almost dead last of all college quarterbacks in i'm trying to find out what that is yeah he's not the most yeah. accurate quarterback nope. and every game i watched him he was not good but his skills were escapism and <laughs> yeah. throwing the ball but what did we just watch win the super bowl so you know i mean i get it i'm not saying he's the guy i'm not saying there's anything obvious about it other than his just immense upside because he's got an absolute cannon so we're drafting justin Fields. it's not it's not just the it's not just his arm strength though it's the way he releases the ball it looks effortless it uh, does when he walks 60 yards the people it looked great it, it, in training camp yes exactly right. yeah I think I'd much rather have Jalen Ramsey than give up 18 for that. I mean, I think that's a wasted pick. I would agree with Bob. I would definitely agree. Yeah, I, I actually agree. Uh, but I, I Here's a question, though, Bob, though, because here's the hypothetical, because we're in our little bubble right now, but take it out another level. It's Brad Holmes who decides to do this. You still don't feel better about it? No, because that would be a mistake on his part. And I he, he – he really likes Jared Goff, and he saw that before the rest of the world did, that Goff is actually one of the top quarterbacks when people were counting him out. And and Goff is still young. Don't don't put me – I'm a Jared Goff guy. I love Jared. I think he's going to take us there. Well, why are you working about replacing him at the first-round pick right now? This is casting a, a, a pick to the future. It's it's It addresses one big need of backup quarterback – and it gets a guy who can develop because that's the thing about him. Like of all these quarterback prospects coming out, he's the biggest project. And like, I think that would be the thing. Like you are taking a project, but like he can sit behind golf and learn and grow and get the skills and the practice he needs in the league and do what Rogers did behind Favre. Like that's, that's the scenario. Like that's the dream scenario. If we could pull it off, if it like Jordan love, I don't think, Jordan loves any great thing, and he was, say Jordan Love. I said, well, he's another first round sit him for a couple of years. Right, they tried to repeat the same process. I don't think Love so, was near the I prospect mean... that Rodgers was coming out though. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I like to see him draft Richardson, but I would like to see him draft a quarterback that can develop here in this draft. I think they really need to. We we can't just use retreads, you know, that are bouncing around the league for backups. We need a guy we can develop. In case golf does go down, someone, you know, you've seen the success some teams like the 49ers have had uh, Patriots you know, by drafting quarterbacks that they can develop the way they want to. We need we need that, too, I think. I think that's – I consider it a need in this draft, getting a quarterback. I think the 49ers are the true standout example there. They just find guys. But – Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. It's not a first-round need to me, though, or a second-round need. When this team's so close to getting over the hump. Yeah, you're a third rounder. I mean, why not? But I still say, like last year, I was pushing on Zappy, and I thought that would have been a great pickup for the Lions. We'd have this guy developing. I, I still feel the same this year. And, and in fact, I think it more this year than last year that we need a guy we can develop and draft and, and develop the way we want to, not just some guy retread that goes around the league bouncing around the teams. 
I'm with you, so. UJ. Like last year, I I totally disagreed with your Zappy pick, where you wanted him in like the third or fourth round, like super early. Like, I I last year was not the year for it. We had too many vacancies on the front end of our roster starting. But this year, I think it's absolutely time to add young potential behind golf who can develop. Like, there's just we need it, and, and I don't want yeah. These Jamokes, like, uh, I don't even remember their names. That's how little I care about I want to bring back Chase Daniel uh, as our backup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not a journeyman. Someone we could develop. Tim Boyle. Let's bring back Tim Boyle. Oh, stop. Someone exactly (laughs) not like him is who I want. (laughs) I got you. I got you. All right. Well, I knew that would, you know. Don't stir up some emotions, but uh, Devin, <laughs> Devin, Devin, Devin Witherspoon is the top one I've seen uh, in various That that's it, it, recently though. Before it seemed like the big one was Tyree Wilson. Everyone was knocking out. You know how these things change from day to day, week to week. Now, yeah, it's Witherspoon right now. Who who will it be next week? <laughs> are, are you guys? Are any of you familiar with this Kalijah kid out of Pitt? Kalijah. I've seen him as the second rated D tackle behind Jalen Carter. He's six one, two eighty, at pit, and he's expected to run like blazing speed. He looks like a, like a little like Aaron Donald clone. I know it's a like it's a crazy comparison, but it's like warranted here because he plays the game the same way Aaron Donald did in college. Extreme quicks to disrupt interior offensive linemen and stuff, and just penetration. This kid looks outstanding like just a sheer disruptor from the inside he gets strong in an nfl you know weight program like like donald did i mean I, he looks like he could be something special uh and i think he like his stats were matched the the productions there too like this kid looks good i'm telling you check him out because has anyone heard a rumor i don't know if this is true it's just i i saw it somewhere that maybe jalen carter don't have that dog in him like he's a freak of nature, but he ain't necessarily like uh, Mr. Super, like you know, dedicated grinder animal type. Just a freak who kind of just gets by on what he's got. I have not. Heard I don't that. know. You know, rumors flow around this time either. of year, so maybe the lines put they that do. one out there. You know. Are you trying to spread uh, that so he drops to us? <laughs> yeah. <there you> yeah. <laughs> spread it around, boys. I want. I want to see him picking up Aaron Rodgers in both arms or in one arm next year. And, and doing this, you know, putting the one. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that yeah, that's awesome. I'd love to see that. So this weekend, look for Devin Witherspoon. That's a lot of people targeting uh, the Lions in their mock draft, but also Christian Gonzalez, another cornerback out of Oregon. Yeah. Um, yeah. He looks more like what you would want at six. Not not in the sense that, like, Witherspoon's a dis- destroyer. He's an absolute heat-seeking missile. But this kid looks every bit more like he reminds me more of like who's a who's a prime time. He's super silky smooth at six two, just runs in the hip pocket of these receivers, and it's just he looks really good. Mm. Silky smooth, yeah. huh? Super mm. smooth mover, you know. You know what I'm talking about? Like he's not jerky; he's just he just glides around the field. <laughs> like kind of reminds me of uh the way Jalen Ramsey plays, but I don't know if he has that dog in him either. That's the question about him. I like it. Like Gonzalez is the next Neon Dion and Richardson's the next Mahomes. So it... <laughs> <laughs> wrong position. <laughs> Edward safety. <laughs> yeah, <anyway. laughs> 
Um, a couple of cornerbacks at least keep their eye on. Maybe at pick 18. Uh, or no, Joey Porter Jr. I've seen thrown out there every once in a while. Cornerback out of Penn State. And then Keely Ringo, cornerback out of Georgia. Um, maybe not at pick six, but pick 18. Have you guys looked at Joey Porter? He He's intriguing to me because both Weatherspoon and Gonzalez had questions about their ball skills going into their final year. And then both, like, they both had, like, no picks and then went to, like, three-plus picks each in their final year in college. Whereas Joey Porter just considered, just continued to be an absolute shutdown guy. But you look at yep. him, 6'2", and got the longest damn arms. You'll, I think his arms are tall, longer than he is tall. Like, freaky, freaky. I have a feeling, like, and he's athletic and he can run with the, the receivers and everything. I have a feeling he might take a huge, like, jump at the next level, like, that guy that like you just don't see it coming because in college the production wasn't there but he's got these physical traits that are just so intriguing that you just don't see from a cornerback normally yeah absolutely and that, that's what the combine's good for it's like a standardized way of measuring all these guys um rather than each team kind of doing their own thing and hiding in secret it's nice it's all public information uh that's what's good about the the combine uh a couple guys I'm really interested in. I think everybody on here is going to learn their names as we get closer to the draft um, that you might not know of. Tyree Wilson, edge rusher out of Texas Tech. And another guy out of Iowa. His name is Lucas Van Ness. I think at least you, Jay, I think you're going to really like this guy, Lucas Van Ness. I do like him, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like your type of guy. Uh, he is a beast. I heard he's uh you know, not a lot of people are talking about him. 6'5", 269, edge, uh, D lineman, rusher, but probably could play three technique uh, on some fast rushing downs. But either way, uh, a beast at Iowa. And the Iowa uh, defenders on the edge have been really good coming out of the draft lately. Uh, this is another one. But, man, uh, he's going to put up some really good numbers, I think. And a lot of people haven't been talking about him yet, and I think they will be by the end of this weekend. I haven't watched Mendes yeah. yet, Z, but – I like another Iowa player a lot, uh, Jack Campbell. Hmm. Have you watched him yet? Linebacker. Not as much. He's he's a six five, like two forty five, two fifty linebacker, middle linebacker, but he's like the best coverage linebacker in college. The dude's height just makes him an absolute terror dropping into deep center with his height, like reaching up and picking balls and stuff. Uh with it, he looks like Erlacher, like his size, it looks weird. He looks like actually you know what he looks like? When I watch him tackle running backs, he looks like when you create like your own Madden player and you just max out all like the sizes, and he just looks like this gargantuan dude running around the field. It looks freaky. The six five linebacker just running around. He moves way better than anyone else or anyone should at that size. I like oh, him okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't uh, looked into him too much. Yeah, the only linebacker I've seen mocked to the Lions at all is uh, Trenton Thompson out of Clemson. But, Later, so. though, right? Oh, uh, it's pick 18, baby. Okay. And Bob, you said uh, Sewell's uh, brother? Noah Sewell. Yeah, Penny's brother. Mm. Uh, he's That's true. We we could cut a quarrel and around. get Sewell. So he's still the brother thing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, he's uh, he, he dropped off big time in production in his final year in college. So he's probably going to fall a bit. Like he was getting like hyped big time after last year uh so i heard something crazy like he was supposed to even be more impressive than penne 
like physically and everything. Like he was supposed mm, to be the best. Be I didn't family. see that. I didn't. Oh, uh, oh my, oh, that'd be good. <laughs> I love all these yeah. rumors you're starting. I don't know. If I'm, from <laughs> I'm not starting. Like, them. I'm just sharing them. I'm spreading them. <laughs> They're just um, just take them with the right hand. Two more names I wanted to throw out there, uh, really quick. Uh, Bijan Robinson or Bijan Robinson out of Texas, the running back. I think this guy is worth an 18th overall pick. I think he's. I think he's that good. I've seen him drip pick, uh, mocked as high as two to the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. I would love. Yeah, Z. I. I'm generally kind of against a first round running back, but I think this Agreed. guy. I might change my mind on that at 18. Our offense is already really good, and he would be a great piece to add to it, yeah. especially for our offensive line. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, pretty durable in college, at least. Um. But 220 pounds, uh, and if you just watch the guy run, he has those instincts that you look for in a running back. Like the anti-Trent Richardson, if you will. Uh, if you ever watch Trent Richardson highlights, or the lowlights, it's hilarious. There would be like a wide open lane on the left side, and he runs to the right. <laughs> uh, so go look those up on YouTube if you want for Trent Richardson, uh, that running back. But anyways. Make up Z to, to uh, what's his name with the, the Giants? Uh Saquon Barkley? Yeah, I've seen him, that comparison a lot. That's hmm. like the most common one I see. And honestly, he probably falls to 18 because just the running back position in general in the NFL isn't valued as high these days. Otherwise, and maybe in like 10 years ago, he's a top five pick. Robinson would be an amazing ad for sure. I would love to get him. I, I don't necessarily know I'd pull the trigger on him. Depends on what defensive <laughs> studs are available, but if we Can get I- him, I'll be so excited. <laughs> Because that's actually a rumor I've heard, too, is that we might be moving on from Swift. Yeah, I I have heard the rumor that Swift isn't in their long-term plans. I don't know if, how if that's founded or not, but... Um... It makes sense. His injuries have just made him so unreliable to like the point where you I love agree. his upside, but how much do you want to invest in him? Yeah, and it's not, it doesn't, it's not expensive to cut him. So the Lions save 1.7 yeah. if they cut him. Who's uh, Tim and had Bijan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would like to see. Him and Bijan. Well, that'd be oh, yeah. that'd be awesome. Uh, Our three? Oh my god, what a threesome that yeah. would be. Holy smokes. That would be basically. backfield in college. That would be, be crazy. College in NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be beastly. This is the last year of Swift's contract, uh, so the Lions can just, you know, ride him out, ride out his contract and then uh you know, go from there, I suppose. Hey, UJ, I want to ask you real quick. Yeah. Um, as you got kicked out of the, the audio there for a second, what do you think of Bijan Robinson at 18 as a possibility? I love the kid. I was even pondering him at first. I was just managing in my mind if we took him with the number six pick. But uh, no, I think we hold on to 18. Hopefully, and he still might be there, maybe. Maybe. But I would definitely, at 18, It's I, I think it's a no-brainer pick. We, I, I, In fact, yeah. running back... And we haven't really talked about team needs as much, but I think running back is a need on this team. I think we need to draft a running back. We need someone good. And, uh, yeah. I mean, our running back room is not completed by any means. I mean, Jamal is is good, and, and he's had a great year and all that, but he, he's not the, you know, he's not a bell cow. He's not the future. Uh, Swift is just too often injured. I mean, he's, he's not totally reliable. We, we, need, we need a stud running back. And if we can get B. John Robinson, oh, my God, that would be amazing. This I, offense kind of relies on having a consistent running game, too. Absolutely. So worth investment. 
Yeah, with our old line too, like an elite running back who stays healthy behind them. Like even if whoever it is, if it's Swift, but like, God, it's gonna be so amazing. Yeah, what a weapon! He'd be amazing. What do you guys think of the kid out of Bama? Um, Because I've watched his film and he excites me pretty a lot too. Like he reminds me of a lot of like really good running backs who have come out in the past. I'm trying to remember his name. Yeah, I like him too. He's Um, good, but like Um, he's got it all. He's a receiver, good runner. Real quick. As a first rounder, you're saying? I mean, I don't think he's going to fall to the second. Not Gibbs? Honest, anyway. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gibbs. Yeah, he's, he's a receiving back for sure. Uh, like, he NFL. looks really good, though. I mean, but he can run between the tackles and all that, too. Like, he's good. Like, Bijan's the only guy I would take in the first round. And right. otherwise, I think we could find somebody later in rounds. I mean, there's always. Yeah. Do you guys agree that that's a need? We need a running back. We need a draft running back. Yeah. I, I'm like you with quarterbacks, oh, CJ. I think every year you draft running backs. I think we always need like Yeah. Backs. Yeah. I think they should definitely draft a running back. If they draft one offensive position, I think it should be running back. Not necessarily first yeah. round, but at some point later. Yeah. Well, Bijan in the I first round. They, Otherwise, they should definitely pick up somebody later. Which will we need, we need a lot more on offense than just running back. We need a guard. We need we need a backup quarterback. You know, we need a running back. We we need we need stuff. I mean, our offense was great last year, but you know, yeah, we we still need stuff. All right, I just want to throw out some names there to look out for this weekend. There's a couple other ones I throw out there really quickly. Um, uh, just if you're looking for speed, Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee, uh, he might hit four three or below. Um, that that's what the word on the street is at least. Brian Breesy, D lineman out of Clemson, uh, I've seen him back to the Lions. Look out for him. Uh, and then and then of course, let's let's. Look for Michael Mayer. What if the Lions go tight end again? Pick number eighteen or oh god, <laughs> fans would lose their heads. But be... he's good tight end. He's a good though. player though. He's good. He's Michael really good Mayer. Player. I mean, he's really good. If they had visions yeah. for him, I'd be excited. Imagine they took him and took a tight end at six. How, <laughs> no. how crazy no. that would be. Not even Michael Mayer. Brad Holmes is goodwill. Like better he, than he would allow it. Prospect, but, but no. <laughs> Would you would I would love to see us gaslight ourselves into thinking that that was a great pick at six? We'd be like, you know what? Yeah, he's got he's got the intangibles. Yeah, just slowly like, try like to convince ourselves that exactly. Like just watch the Kool Aid slowly <laughs> rot our brains till we come. On it's like when we tried to convince ourselves that year three of Patricia was somehow going to be different than year two and one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, fat Patty. We were oh, all I, right. Can I give a shout out to potentially drafting Jake Moody on uh, the later rounds? Oh yeah, we we yeah, need a kicker. Not? We need a kicker. Uh, I know it's not a sexy first round pick, but uh, I think he's an absolute stud. He was great at Michigan. You're saying for first round? No, I'm saying in the later rounds. I'm saying it's oh, not a okay, sexy okay. first round pick, but okay. I I think we what do need to a... take him. I'd take him in the fifth round. What about the fourth? What do you do there? Mm, I don't know. I. Maybe. I, I would not want to go any higher than fourth. I was really thinking fifth. But uh, I don't know. There's, you, you there's one other guy out there who's supposed to be really good this year, but I can't. I don't have his name in front of me. I but. know who you're talking about. I, I think a kicker is a really slept-on important position. Like, you, it changes the way your offense functions if you think you can hit a 45, 50-yard field goal consistently. Wouldn't know? it be awesome if we had a good kicker and a good team for once? Like... How awesome would that be? I know. We always have a good picker, <laughs> yeah, right. but not the good team. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I should note hey, that the Lions don't have a fourth round pick. So, 
Oh, well, there you go. go from 81 well, in the third round to 154 he, in the fifth. Hey, he wants to trade up to four. Hey, Z, I missed the last podcast, so I don't know if this was covered, but uh, Jim Bob Cooter getting hired by the Colts as an offensive <laughs> coordinator. I think that's oh, great I, news for the NFL. Well, uh, that's offense to and, worry uh, about this year, boys. Well, this is a Lions no, podcast, so. Well, he's an ex-Lions coordinator. That's why I bring him up. That's kind of a, we should talk I'm about Lombardi too. Then, if we're talking about actually. yeah, Joe Lombardi got hired yeah. again to be an offensive coordinator for the God. third. Well, time. that makes sense because he worked with Peyton before, and that's yeah, like, that makes maybe sense. he made him think staff. he was his his grandpa. I still but, don't. But think it's it makes not as sense. exciting so as the Jim Bob Cooter one, which I'm jacked <laughs> to see. Jim Bob Cooter was definitely better than Joe Lombardi. I'll give you that. I don't. He wasn't at Colts, right? Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah. 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 So. Joe Lombardi, though, the fact that man still finds employment at such high levels in the NFL is so remarkable. I feel like it's just a name thing at this point. Like, we can't knock down a guy named Lombardi. He can't go. Well, it's it's a Sean Payton guy, and he was on the staff of a pretty good Sean Payton. Yeah, team. so that's you know, a little true. Payton will be making a, Sean Payton will be doing the play calling in that, in that team. True. Wait, oh, wait, but, where did Lombardi get hired as the OC? Uh, the, coordinate, or uh, the Broncos. The Denver Broncos, yeah. All right, so uh, that's going to wrap it up for us. I think we'll be back here next week reacting to everything in the Combine. I'm sure we'll have a lot to react to there. Uh, so we'll be looking out for that. And then the Austin's really going to go into full gear with the draft and free agency. Uh, but free agency comes first. As I mentioned, 13 through the 15th is when free agency really starts to kick off of March. So other than that, we want to thank everybody – for listening, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts um, on the Lions uh, draft and who you're looking for there. Would you trade for Draylon Ramsey and how much would you give up? Let us know on those social media channels. Other than that, uh, we want to thank our producer, KJ. 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 Oh, it's been a few weeks. We're a little rusty there. So, but <laughs> a little rusty. And we want to thank SidelineReport.com for hosting the podcast. Always greatly appreciated that as well. Yes. But other than that, gentlemen, we'll wrap it up here. We hope you, everybody, our listeners, had a great month of February. Because now we're heading into March. And yeah. it's going to be greener pastures uh, going forward the Lions. So thank you, everybody, for All listening. Right. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go. go. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave rock, rock, rock. Go hard with the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go, Go. Lions! Oh, we did it! We did it! All right, all right. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.